0: Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad
1: Benson. White people in Martha's Vineyard, they're gone. You can relax now. You can come out and post on your, your Instagram and your Facebook that you were one of the good ones who did everything they could. They are gone. And whew, that was close, right? Like, they were all here and whatnot. And, but they were brought here against their their their, their wishes. They were kidnapped
2: kidnapped we have reports that they were lied to tricked that they were induced with false promises to get on planes and if i roll down and find a bunch of teenagers and i say look kids hop in my van i'm gonna take you to disney world and i take them to bush gardens It's old Williamsburg, that's kidnapping. I didn't take the kids where I said I was going to take the kids, right? So I think that in this case, Ron DeSantis told these people, including children, that we take them to one place and then send them to a different place. That is kidnapping.
1: That is kidnapping, says uh, Ellie Mistal, an old MSNBC. Kidnapping! Well, first of all, if kids come to your house, your front lawn, your neighborhood, demanding you let them in, And that you take them somewhere. Is that kidnapping? And if you say, hey, look, we might go to Busch Gardens. We might go to Walt, uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, we, we might go to Six Flags. You make no sense. You're full of crap. Kidnapping my ass. Kid, Does this sound like kidnapping? I'm honest. The, 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 does this sound like kidnapping?
3: Most of them didn't even know Martha's Vineyard existed when they were brought here. Some thought they had just landed in New York or somewhere. They didn't know this was an island. And they left here a few minutes ago. They're moved to Cape Cod, to the joint base in Cape, Cape Cod, with new clothes, new cell phones, haven't talked to lawyers for the first time, and saying that they were actually brought to paradise. Brought
1: to paradise? Wow! But watching people freak out about this losing their mind comparing it to to the nazis what yeah nazis that was uh, last week ken burns a documentary filmmaker he came out and he you know they asked him about uh cuz he's got a new uh, documentary which i'm sure you know and he does long form long 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 form so these are not like uh uh you know it's a 2 hour thing that you watch here no it's it's over several parts and this is about what our role was in in the Holocaust, which I'm sure, in some way, shape, or form, he'll it'll all be all, all all. It's our fault. I just know it's all it's all our fault. But you know, they asked him about this. Uh, uh, you know, in the morning show over there on CNN. This is the uh, coming straight out of the authoritarian playbook. This is what's so uh, disturbing about Desantis is to use human beings to weaponize human beings for a political purpose.
3: It's like when somebody disagrees with him in Florida, like the Walt Disney Company. He punishes them.
1: Oh, he's a punisher. Ooh, I like that movie, The Punisher. It is such a bunch of crap. They couldn't deal with it. They couldn't. They struggled to deal with it. They've lost their mind. Mo- oh my God. What started out? Look, let's be real. What do you ever want to call it? It's you know, it's 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 evil, it's bad, it's a political, you know, BS. It's it's it is it's a political stunt, right? It's political posturing. Here's the reality of it. They're talking about it all over the place.
4: So more than 11,000 asylum seekers have passed through New York shelter system since May, including roughly 2,500 bust to New York from Texas. You have warned that New York is, quote, nearing its breaking point, And you've talked about maybe bringing cruise ships to temporarily shelter these migrants. What help do you need from President Biden and the federal government
5: right now? We should be clear that this is, uh, as I stated, a humanitarian crisis created by human hands.
1: Okay, so uh, we're going to bring in cruise ships because it's just, it's too much for us, Chad. It's it's too much. What about the people on the border that have to deal with it all the time? What about the people on the border who who live here and live in these border states, who have had to absorb... So many people day in and day out. What about that? You said you were a sanctuary city. DeSantis last week said, hey, you guys would be better off at a place that is welcoming to you for coming here illegally. A sanctuary city where you can have all the things you need.
5: That's it. All of it. This city has always been a sanctuary city, and we've always managed those who wanted to come to uh, New York City to pursue the American dream. Well, we're all supposed to come together and coordinate. Coordination during a crisis is something that we must do together, and that's the federal government, uh, the governor of the state of Texas, as well as the go- governor of the state of Florida. Uh, we should not be really treating other cities and municipalities in the manner that we're witnessing now.
1: Watching them lose their mind is spectacular. Watching them lose their mind over this is hilarious because you don't care about Yuma or El Paso or Tucson or McAllen or any of these places until it lands at your doorstep. Then you lose your blank in mind because you're more interested in sounding like you're a good person than actually having to deal with what everybody else is having to deal with in these states. And you can't believe it. The numbers, the numbers.
4: So you're struggling to process the 2,500 migrants uh, sent to you from Texas. Uh, Meanwhile, the El Paso sector of the border sees an average of 1,700 migrants crossing every single day. A record 1.9 million uh, migrants have been apprehended on the southwest border this fiscal year alone. Even if you think what these governors are doing is horrific, it seems like you agree this is a crisis that needs more attention from the Biden administration.
5: No, I believe it's a crisis that needs more coordination for, from our country.
1: Yeah, what? What? What are you talking about? You have no. You don't know what to say because the minute it comes back and it lands on Biden's, well, no, I mean, I can't. I can't say that. Is it maybe, kind of. I don't know. Last week, you know, it's like two million people are crossing. It's secure. It's not secure. That's like saying your defense is secure and you're the worst defense in the league. Oh, yeah, we're doing a really good job. If letting people in is doing a good job, you're fantastic. It's uncomfortable. You don't like it. It's here. It's in our face. Oh, geez. We don't... uh... It's I I, I I don't want it here. I mean I, I don't want them to be treated poorly, and I and I and I don't. But I don't want them here. if That's what you're asking. Are you asking that? Yeah, because everybody wants to do our fair share. It's all about equity, right? Equ- equity. We're giving everybody's going to do their fair share. Oh, I I I don't want them here. I mean I want them as long as I don't have to see it. Right. As long as I don't have to see it. If I, if I have to see it, then no, I don't want any part of it. Whether it's the homeless, whether it's 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 immigration, whether it's, it, it, it's if it lands on your doorstep and you have to face the reality that it's happening, then it's uncomfortable. And once you have to participate, well, you just don't know what to do.
5: I just don't know what to do.
1: Maybe.
6: We're not a border town. We don't have an infrastructure uh, to handle uh, this this type of and a level of immigration to our city, but we will we'll create a new normal here in our infrastructure and have a, a humane welcome for people and an efficient service provision. But we we don't have the ability. We're not Texas.
1: Yeah, but you want Texas to eat it up. You want Arizona to eat it up. You want New Mexico to eat it up. You want all of their systems to be screwed. As long as you feel like, well, I'm sheltered from it, but I say I'll participate in it. The hypocrisy is tremendous. We got more on this throughout the show. It is just, it's hilarious. It is just watching them melt down. Well, Chad, how would you know? I've been to McAllen, numerous occasions, been to Yuma a bunch of times. I passed through Yuma all the time. I've been down in the border with Congress people. I've been down in the border with Border Patrol. I am an hour and a half away. I am through one of the big I, I live next to one of the biggest thoroughfares of of illegal immigration in the country. And where I live. Vast majority of the people that live around me, the younger couples, are all Border Patrol agents. Trust me, they're not thrilled by this at all. 323-538-2423. 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. A lot of stuff to get to today. More of this. The Queen, as you guys know, has uh, passed away. And I think today might be the day. <laughs> they, they, th- This might be it. I'm not sure. It's taken, seems to be, several weeks. It's not been several weeks, Chad. No, it has been a while. That's for sure. It has absolutely been a while. But she is, uh, today is the final, if you will, uh, I think, big to do, at least where the world's paying attention so so she's being laid to rest last week they were saying that she was uh not in the box that's what we're hearing she was not in the casket there was nobody in there and that that was a lie and my whole thought process is what are you guys getting at like do you think she's planned some big some big thing maybe for charles right just to pop out hello i'm still queen (laughs) you'll never get it (laughs) And then he drops dead. Told you. No, she's 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 no longer with us. She was 96. She had a good run, as they say. President Biden's over there along with his wife. Bunch of, bunch of, like every nation was invited. Not since Churchill's passing, every nation was invited. Except for Russia, Syria, you know, the bad ones. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we don't need them. They're gonna cause trouble. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter a little hero worship? Is it good or bad? We'll talk about that. Lots of crazy stories, including what happened in New York. Speaking of New York, Adams, you've got other issues besides this. A man wields an axe at McDonald's. He's out of jail and no bail. Where do you hear this story? Oh, my goodness. Just crazy. Just crazy after crazy. Where do we live? Do you ever wonder that? You're like, what life am I living? Where is this? Am I in some. Some some different plane? Some some different universe where normality no longer you know, there's nothing's normal anymore. No, no, nothing normal. Nothing. Oh what do you hear? this crazy. Hey, if you like uh, podcasts, like listen to music like I do, you got a routine that you do every day, you feel feel like, hey, you know what? I, I I love doing my thing. Guess what? Do your thing even better knowing you got the best earbuds around with Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Everyday earbuds feel and sound better than ever. Three sound profiles to match whatever. Listening to noise, isolation, awareness mode. Those things are great. You can immerse yourself in sound or make your surroundings, you know, hearable, if you will. So that way you're, yes, you're listening, but at the same time, you're also aware of what's happening. Optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, which is great. Cause I wear mine all day long. They don't budge. I can go out and play golf, run around, do all the things I do. I don't have to worry about them. And eight hours of talk time, play time. Uh, well, guess what? You have 32 hours of battery life. It's amazing. It's incredible. 49,000 five-star reviews. Try yours now. Save an extra 15%. How? Go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show.
6: I used to be free. I. I am not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks.
1: <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie.
6: Probably
7: sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're my life, bud!
0: No, you haven't oh. seen anything yet! You're listening to The Chad Benson Show.
8: Are you committed to running again or are there certain conditions that have to be right
9: look if i were to say to you i'm running again all of a sudden a whole range of things come into play uh, requirements i have to change and move and do in terms of election in laws. terms of election laws and it's much too early to make that kind of decision what i'm doing is i'm doing my job i'm going to do that job and within the time frame that makes sense after this next election cycle here going into next year make a judgment on what to do
1: uh biden on 60 minutes last night uh am i running again well, I don't know. Let's see if we get our asses handed to us in the midterm. If we do, then chances are probably not. If we don't, chances are still probably not. Why is that? Because he's old. I don't think he wanted to do this for two terms. And he's looking around. And right now, I mean, his, his poll numbers are up. You know, he's got some stuff passed, albeit some of it crazy and wacky, but it is what it is. But he can, he can turn to that and say, look, I got stuff done. That being said, he's old. Younger generation doesn't want old people. But you need older people because they're wise. Yeah, Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Maybe a little wiser than us. But we know better than everybody else. I know you do. We all know you do. We, trust us. You remind us every day. But the reality is, is he's got to see, take a sense of who might be the, the next person in the line. Because it's not her. It's not Kamala. We could sit here and pretend that oh yeah. it's not. It's not Kamala. Nobody has the heart to tell her though. Nobody wants to be there and go hey you know what? to tell her that uh, she ain't it. I mean we're going to open up and let people run but somebody's got to tell her she ain't it. Cuz we know who it's going to be. Right? It's Newsom in California because that's you know everybody's looking at him. He's he's the perfect like he's everything he's an elitist he is obnoxious he's got the look though right he says all the right things sanctuary city and, and we're a sanctuary city for abortion and and he's all the wokeness that needs to be super woke and he's younger he's got a look and we all know that's going to be DeSantis everybody does outside of Trump throwing his hat truly in the ring which I'm still not sure and convinced he's going to do 100 that's what it's going to be but Biden has some issues right now.
8: Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3 percent. People are shocked, shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster?
9: Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just, uh, 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 just
8: an inch. Hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news.
9: No, I'm not saying it's good news. But it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not. You, I, maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2 <laughs> percent.
1: You're not saying it's good. No, no, it could be 12 percent, right? So that's a win. That's a win. Still, the economy. Remember that. We talk about all the other stuff. Emotional driven. But it's still the economy. You Go get your groceries. Things are more expensive. You go and and, and you pay for gas. It's more expensive. All of these things that's costing you more money, at the end of the day, we all participate in it. All of us. Every single person participates in it in some way, shape, or form. And when prices get high, people want a scapegoat. And while it may not all be his fault, there are issues out there that were happening regardless of who was president. fact is, he's not made it better. And that's what people want. Somebody to go. It's your fault. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty
10: three. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
0: independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: The white elite are breathing a sigh of relief in Cape Cod today because uh, the plane wrecked, as one activist called them, have now left. The nearly 50 migrants from Venezuela that were flown to Martha's Vineyard
6: Wednesday night are now waking up at a military base on Cape Cod. Immigration attorneys saying the group was lied to about the trip.
3: These are human beings who were deprived of basic human rights these wonderful people who find themselves plane-wrecked on our island, I have a message for all of them. You are not alone. We have your backs.
1: Yes, and if you guys could move on now, that'd be fantastic. We've got your backs. Plane-wrecked. My God. Hyperbole much? (laughs) They're all gone, though. Everybody can relax. They're gone.
7: Bring your
6: hungry
11: Bring your weary
6: Bring your sick
11: And bring your poor
7: But keep your
11: ass, ass off Martha's, Martha's Vineyard Don't, don't come, come back no back more
7: They say
2: they don't
6: want criminals In this town of ours they trash Chicago Now they your Bring your
11: hungry you sick
2: and bring your poor, but keep your ass off Don't come back no more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that they are. They're not coming back anymore. They're gone. Where's next? Who's next, right? We got next. Just trying to think. I was thinking the other day, I'm like, so where could, what could be the next, like, place but it also goes to show you there's not a lot minneapolis maybe they're pretty liberal but i don't know what their stance is on the sanctuary i'm sure they're sanctuary city but if you look it's like you're kind of hitting all the places that are are sanctuaries you're, you're hitting them right in the grundle and so i don't know i i was trying to think the other day it's like sending them to california is not a big deal they don't care they're fine with that seattle maybe Portland, Portland's got enough issues, so does Seattle. And I don't think they, they, you know, but I I think, you know, what matters is it's that East Coast. Because Seattle isn't going to get the same kind of noise as D.C. has got. Right, Mariel Bowser, we're not a border state. We get that. First of all, you're a city. Secondly, yes, we understand that. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. You're not getting that you are ignoring, as is everybody else, what's going on in the border states and have been for a long time. 323 538 at Chad Benson's show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, Bill Maher, funny, the other night talking about presentism.
10: How we teach our kids history has become a big controversy these days, with liberals accusing conservatives of wanting to whitewash the past, and sometimes that's true. But plenty of liberals also want to abuse history to control the present. And last month, a scholar named James Sweet caught hell for calling them out for doing just that. He criticized the phenomenon known as presentism which means judging everyone in the past by the standards of the present. It's the belief that people who lived 100 or 500 or 1,000 years ago really should have known better.
1: Yeah, and uh, his calling people out was rather tremendous. He did it in the American uh, Historical uh, Association's journal. And, you know, his perspective of history, as you said, James H. Sweet warned that academic history has become presentism, uh, that it's losing touch with the subject that the world before yesterday. Mr. Sweet, who is the associate uh, president and teacher at the University of Wisconsin at Madison, observed that the allure of political relevance is drawing students away from pre-1800 history and towards contemporary social issues such as race, gender, sexuality, nationalism, capitalism. When historians become activists, he wrote, the past becomes uh, evidentiary grab bag to articulate their political positions. Translation. When we start to ignore it and we use it, we're only studying the past to use it to try to control what's going on now. And in doing so, you're not actually interested in learning anything. You're interested in taking your ideas of today, bringing them forward, and then punishing the past and everything that's built up to this moment, and then basically trying to control what's going on in this moment. And it's ridiculous. It truly is. And Bill Maher was right, as he's been for a lot of times, on both sides when he hammers people. I mean, we, we, we have this weird world now where, you know, something that happened 600 years ago is somehow somebody else's fault in today's world, as if they were a part of it
10: which is so stupid it's like getting mad at yourself for not knowing what you know now when you were 10. who doesn't have moments from your past that make you cringe who hasn't said i can't believe i said that can't believe i thought that i can't believe i did that yes because we hadn't then grown into the persons we would become did columbus commit atrocities of course but people back then were generally atrocious
1: yeah and by the way, you go look at Columbus's atrocities and, you know, go look at a lot of people who traveled back in the day. It first of all, humans, That's all that you need to know. Human beings have always been, you know, uh, you roll into an island. You don't know what to expect. Uh, you 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 come there. You're not quite sure any of these things that, you know, you, you don't know. You're going to be attacked. You're not going to be attacked. You 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 show up in hopes of friendliness. And also understanding that, you know, you don't want to be, you know, somebody's cannon fodder. Why is that? Well, because they come from a land and a time uh, when they were at times exploited, at times attacked. So that's what they're expecting. But with him, he brought disease like they knew about that at the time. But you go and look for all the quote unquote bad he did. I was Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson said it best. The, The singular greatest thing in human history that was ever done was. Christopher Columbus. Because it opened up the world in a way that was never opened up. Oh, oh! besides the fact that it made that girl fat last week we talked about. But still. The slavery thing. I love that he goes into this. Everybody who could afford one had a slave,
10: including people of color. The way people talk about slavery these days, you'd think it was a uniquely American thing that we invented in 1619. But slavery throughout history has been the rule, not the exception. The Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Greeks, Romans, the Arabs, British, the early Americans, all the way up through R. Kelly. I've said it before and I'll say it again humans are not
1: good people. Yeah. Yeah, because we're humans. Black people owned slaves? They did. Black people did as did Native Americans, as did Africans still, as did Mexican, No. How can that be? Because it's only white people, and it's only European white people. Fifty million people are enslaved today. Fifty million people. Think about that for a second. You don't hear about it? You don't talk about it? No. Fifty million people are currently in some form of slavery right now but we focus on a singular thing in the past to punish the present
10: but it's also true that much of history is indisputably factual because we have artifacts and birth records and archaeology and somebody in mesopotamia kept a record of how much grain they ate it's not all up in the air to change or delete or make up based on what makes you feel better today
1: why not it should be yeah because it's about feelings at the end of the day it's always about feelings Remember that. For a lot of the woke crowd, for all of this stuff, it's so much about feelings. You see all this stuff about what's going on with with immigration. You get illegal immigrants coming here from all over the globe. And right now, a ton of them coming from Venezuela. And the whole thought process, it feels good to say I'm this. Because there's no action and I'm not put out. It feels good. But once reality hits, that maybe those feelings start to go away. But so much of it's about feelings. The feeling is that we're bad people on the border because we don't want illegal immigration to continue to pour across our border. And without knowing who any of these people are with basic, just taking some of their word for it. it, it, But it feels good that we're doing a nice thing. But if it's not affecting you, what do you care? It's about feelings. How do I feel? How does this make me feel?
10: And the capacity for cruelty is a human thing, not a white thing. That's the truth, even though it doesn't jibe with the current narrative. But in today's world, when truth conflicts with narrative, it's the truth that has to apologize. Being woke is like a magic moral time machine where you judge everybody against what you imagine you would have done in 1066. Presentism. Yeah, this professor is right. It's just a way to congratulate yourself about being better than George Washington because you have a gay friend and he didn't.
1: So spot on. And this is interesting. So when I read his article and some of the stuff that he wrote, uh, James H. Sweet, he got hammered, right? And by the way, he, he denounced you know, Clarence Thomas's gun rights decision, cherry picking historical data, it criticized uh, Alito for taking the word history in vain during the Dobbs abortion opinion. But he also pointed that Nicole Hannah-Jones, the 1619 Project, is an accurate history. And that bad history, however good it makes us feel yields what bad politics oh and so what has he been called everything sexist racist gratuitous maleness excessive whiteness gaslight gatekeep goatee said laura miller of brandeis university detecting patriarchal privilege written on mr sweet's chin Benjamin Siegel of Boston University, who thinks his politically correct uh, profession is leveraged towards racist ideologists, called the essay malpractice. And when people push back like that, you know that you've struck a chord, just like what you're seeing with immigration. That somewhere they know that the reality is what he's saying is is relevant and real, but I don't want to hear it. So it's just easier for me to call him a racist, a sexist, you know, part of the patriarchal society. But it, it, it is that it then actually own up to the fact that, OK, maybe a lot of the stuff I I'm spewing is crap. Maybe a lot of stuff I'm teaching these kids is crap. It's much easier. Well, I'll just call him a name. That should end the conversation. Right. If I call him a Nazi or a or, or or white male privilege, patriarchal SOB, that should end the con- I win based on that. Now, you haven't won. You've just called somebody a name. Show me where he's wrong. Show me where he's wrong. Even people on the left have pointed out, and by the way, I think Sweet probably lives a little bit more on the left than the right. He's pointed out in the past, as has a lot of other people, that the 1619 Project is wrong. And yet everybody's just like, well, we don't want to say that, so we'll just go along with it. It's mind-boggling. It's It's mind-boggling. Well, we don't want to tell him that it's wrong because it'll hurt his feelings. Two plus two is I licked an onion. Oh, we don't want to tell him that's wrong. It'll hurt his feelings. (laughs) Okay. Keep doing that, then. See how that goes. Get on the airplane that he designs. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson, shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Eden Pure is awesome. Right now, save $200 in Eden Pure Oxleaf 2 Thunderstorm. Three units. Use code CHAD3. Actually, 2 uh, naturally sends out O3 molecules, which seeks and destroys the odors. Destroying the odors. Purify your home and, and get you healthy, clean, fresh air, smelling. Uh, the elimination of the odors is awesome. It doesn't mask the odors. I've got them in my office, uh, my other studio, and I have them throughout our house, and they are awesome. No masking, just eliminating. That's awesome. Over 250000 sold. Plus, here's the other great thing. Zero filters to buy over and over again. What? Yeah no floor space taken up, and zero filters. That's right. Get your Eden Pure deal uh right now called the Oxley 2 Thunderstorm, a three-pack. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3, EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. Shipping is free. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. Breathe better with Thunderstorm air purifier by EdenPure, EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code CHAD3, Chad Benson Show.
0: Serving up talk radio medium-rare and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson.
9: Fight or we die. It's a number one debut for the Viola Davis action drama The Woman King. The film, about an all female African fighting force, earned a better than expected $19 million, powered by glowing reviews and a 60% female debut weekend audience. I'll kill you. The murder mystery comedy See How They Run bowed in third, 3.1 million there, right after the horror flick Barbarian. Last week's number one slid to second with 6.3 million bucks.
1: Yeah, and there was controversy around the woman king. By the way, every time I see Viola Davis, I just think of her as the bad lady in the Suicide Squad. But uh, this tribe, and it's loosely based on, you know, somebody said a woman within this tribe, but guess what? This tribe did what? They sold people overseas. They were slave traders. So... Over the weekend, there was, you know, boycott this. And I was just like, ah, really? You know, it's. But they did this. Okay. They did this. It's a movie. She wanted to get it made. She got it made. Uh, do I think that their their whole thought process is that you can't do anything anymore. Like, oh, yeah, let's forget all the slave trading stuff. No, I think it was more about telling a story of a woman But yes, the kingdom was involved in the slave trade. And participation, of African rulers and middlemen in the Atlantic slave trade get described by Americans who want to divert tension from their own responsibility and history of the slavery as African complicity, one person said. Can't just see a movie now without, oh my God. Oh. It was... Uh, Again, I haven't seen it. I don't see any movies anymore. I used to see a lot. I just don't. don't. It's sad. It's sad. Trust me, it's sad. I know that. Speaking of sad, let's continue that theme with my sad picks. So last week, uh, 8, 7, and 1, right? Not a great week. This week, probably suck it up even more uh, because I did. I got to win Thursday night. Started out right with bright, bright, bushy-tailed. This could be a great, phenomenal week, but it went sour quick. Steelers lost, Panthers lost, Browns lost, Jags won. So I got to win. Then it goes Ravens fell apart at the end yesterday. Tua Tungavaloa, first ballot Hall of Famer, according to that fourth quarter. Bucks got a win after a crazy fight. Commanders, command, command, commandos, command, whatever it is, they're awful. They lost, suck. Seahawks lost. 49ers got Jimmy G back. You knew that was going to happen eventually, not in the way they wanted it to. The Rams with a win. They kind of saved some. But then the Raiders, you guys fell apart there. You had it, and you just, what was that about? Browns. And you got the Broncos with a win finally. The Bengals lost. Lost to the Dakless Cowboys. and The Packers got a win. Suck. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses. I have two chances to make something up today. Bills and the Vikings, I both have them winning. God knows it was a horrible week for me. And the Jets got to win. What? The Giants, what? Was it the first time in 13 years? The Jets, the Giants, the Mets, and the Yankees have won on the same day. Shows you how bad the Jets and the Giants are. 323-538-2423 <laughs> 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show. Sure Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show. And in thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: People of Martha's Vineyards can sleep easier as they did over the weekend, knowing that those people that showed up there—you know, the ones, the brown ones—they—they uh, they aren't there. They have left. Just the the insanity, the people freaking. I like, oh my God! I just don't know what's going to happen. It's such as this is kidnapping. This is kidnapping. Screw some Newsome. What uh, Ron DeSantis is doing is a disgrace. It's almost monstrous. And I say that not lightly. He's got kids. I have kids. You saw those young girls with backpacks, no older than his
4: children, my children, being used as political pawns. It's disgraceful. He's a disgrace.
1: What these governors are doing
2: are disgraceful. Yes!
5: Yes! Yes!
1: (sighs) Just hilarious. Hilarious, watching him freak out. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. What are they going to do? They're going to come here. What do we do? We don't know what to do with them. We don't know what to do. And they were so angry at
3: him. So uh, there's activists here, Jose, that are saying that these people were victims of human trafficking. They want an investigation from the Justice Department on to what Governor DeSantis is doing, what Governor Greg Abbott is doing, because they're saying that these people are being abused and used uh, to bring a border crisis deeper into the country. Now I can tell you they are not angry at uh, Ron DeSantis, they are actually thanking him for having brought them to Martha's Vineyard where they were they were very well received.
1: It's an MSNBC reporter. Wait a minute. MSNBC reporter said that? Well, they're not mad at him. What do you mean? Well, they should be. They were were human trafficked. You know who said so? They were plane wrecked as one Cape Cod slash Baston attorney who's there to make sure that everybody knows how evil everybody is. The nearly 50 migrants from Venezuela
6: that were flown to Martha's Vineyard Wednesday night are now waking up at a military base on Cape Cod. Immigration attorneys saying the group was lied to about the trip.
3: These are human beings who were deprived of basic human rights. These wonderful people who find themselves plane wrecked on our island. I have a message for all of them. Tell me. You are not alone. No. We have your back.
1: Your back. Now leave. You're making everybody here uncomfortable. We have your backs. Now leave, because we're uncomfortable. Please, please, please leave. DeSantis, why did you send him to Martha's Vineyard?
2: These were folks who got the transport that Biden totally abandoned. They were homeless. They were hungry. So they hit the jackpot to be able to be in the wealthiest sanctuary jurisdiction in the world.
1: Oh, no, I can't believe you even say that.
3: Most of them didn't even know Martha's Vineyard existed when they, they were brought now. here. Some thought they had just landed in New York or somewhere. They didn't know there, this was an island. And they left here a few minutes ago. They are moved to Cape Cod, to the joint base in Cape, Cape Cod, with new clothes, new cell phones, Haven't talked to lawyers for the first time and saying that they were actually brought to paradise.
1: <laughs> now they're all sitting around going, okay, how do we make it so it's unwelcoming here?
3: I mean, we say we want
1: to be welcoming. We don't really mean that. We hate outsiders, right? They can come here between, you know, Memorial Day and September 1st. And that's only if they're vacationing. They can't come here otherwise. Can't believe this. Just listening to them lose their mind. It is, that, it's a win. It is a win. If you are trying to get people to pay attention to you, who won't, meaning the president, this administration, this is a win. This is
2: absolutely a win. In part, in Texas, we're doing it to relieve uh, the burden that our local communities are facing along the border. Uh, We have small communities of about 25,000 people uh, who have thousands of illegal immigrants dumped into their community. And so they were begging for relief, and that's exactly why we began this busing operation to Washington, D.C. Plus, we have a president who has refused to go see the chaos that he's created on the border and a border czar, uh, Kamala Harris, who's refused to see what's going on on the border. And so if they will not go to the border, we're taking the border to them so they can see the challenges they're opposing to the entire United States of America.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's a win. Two million people have crossed here. Useless, a waste of time as far as as just allowing them to continue to cross here and do nothing about it and allowing McAllen, El Paso, Tucson, right? Yuma, all of these places just have to just deal with it. Gila Bend, small little city not too far away from me. And I say city, uh, you know, I mean, you know, like it's not really a city. It's an area that you stop between where I live in San Diego to get some snacks. They're, every day, having to absorb several. They only have 2,000 people. Yuma, every day, having to absorb tons and tons of people. And that's going up. It's not going down. This administration, they're playing this game. And they're fine with it. What does Biden want to do? Hmm.
9: It's long overdue for Senate Republicans to come to the table, and provide a pathway for citizens, for dreamers, those in temporary status, farm workers and essential workers. We need to modernize our laws so businesses get workers they need. And families don't have to wait decades to be brought back together. It's time to get it done. That's why we have to win this off your election.
1: Yeah. Amnesty is what he's pushing for. Right? Let's give everybody a pathway to citizenship. And that's going to slow down people coming here how? At least come up with a better argument, saying, look, we're not reproducing. We're not. Why does that matter? I always say this, Sea grease. When you have a bunch of people who are retired, you need a lot more people than the retirement people to pay for your future. We're not reproducing. Not just us. Many modern global powerhouses aren't reproducing. Poorer nations are, but us, no. Japan, no chance. Western Europe, Mm-mm. So if you want to make an argument that we need more workers of various levels, we also need, if we're not going to be having babies, uh, sustainability in, 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 in our population, at least you can make a pretend argument. For that. Now, who we bring over—that's where the battle would begin. But that's the argument that people would be making if they were smart. But instead, it's again about feelings, and that only flies so far. And it's okay that Yuma eats—you know—all of their resources, not just the, the the city and the community and the county, but the NGOs, the 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 nonprofits, the churches. While the rest of the country who scream and yell, Woo, please come here. We're sanctuary stay. I don't want him. I'm just saying that. I don't want him to show up here. God. Yeah. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Biden today visiting the Queen. Not like that because she's dead, but he is over there. Uh, as the Queen is laid to rest, it's been quite a uh, whirlwind for the Queen the last couple of weeks. As the Queen has passed away, and of course there has been, uh, well, you know, quite a long procession. So it started in Scotland, Balmore, and it worked its way down, snaked its way down throughout the country, you know, and then over laid in state for the last uh, several days, where people were going and seeing. The 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 queen in the casket, which many people say the queen's not even in there. That was that was that was my favorite last week conspiracy. The Queen was not in there. Not at all. But uh, she is being laid to rest. So this is uh, kind of the the it, if you will, of this entire 70 years and what's been going on in the nation of mourning and you know then from there it's now up to uh, it's up to king charles to to do something
8: in some ways, this is a final farewell to a britain of a different age because you know the queen of course she essentially embodied um, and embodied the country's modern history she was a link a living link um from present day all the way back almost to world war Two.
1: yeah well definitely this is world war ii remember she was born in 29 so she's lived a while is what they're saying kids but uh, the queen being laid to rest, and uh, that will be that. Now it's time for the king. Will they like the king? Will they like King Charles?
9: There he is with all those responsibilities that he has to address. But I think going through the, the emotions and the ceremony and the pageantry of the last ten years. Pageantry! With, with extraordinary distinction, with, with courage, uh, but with also emotion and humanity. And I think we're all
2: warming to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm buying that three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson show is your Twitter anytime somebody's name is sir is you know they've got a sir in front of their name of course they're buying that because they want to be a sir <laughs> without that you don't get to be a sir you're just a regular dude oh yeah that's kind of true huh yeah kind of better help you need to see somebody better help can help you know there's the thing about uh, better help which is is amazing and it'll help you in so many different ways Problem solving is a huge thing, right? You know, right? So it's tough for your brain to stay in positive uh, problem-solving mode. So when faced with a challenge in life, it's always nice to talk to somebody who can help you overcome those things, to continue, continually be in problem-solving mode and find those solutions, which makes you feel amazing. And that's what BetterHelp is here to do. So my my stepdaughter, you know, this nightmare of COVID and being in the house and all that stuff – uh, this has helped her having somebody to talk to. And she's a bit on the spectrum. So being able to live chat and 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 you know, as well as Zoom and talk on the phone comparatively to sitting in front of somebody where a lot of times people just don't feel comfortable with that, that's what BetterHelp gives you the opportunity to do any of those. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is the way to go. It's convenient, it's affordable, entirely online, and within forty-eight hours you're gonna be matched with a therapist. And if you're not happy, you can switch at any time. So when you want better problem solving skills, sometimes therapy can help you get there. And BetterHelp is helping everybody get there. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Benson today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com, H-E-L-P.com slash Benson. Supporting programs is sponsored by BetterHelp. Chad Benson Show.
0: Irreverence? Um, like, Yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show.
10: Five, four, three, two, one,
1: zero. Ignition. Lift off. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the webs of the internet. Shall we? Let's do it. Start over on uh, Twitter today. Uh queen's funerals trending big time talk like a pirate day of course always oh, trending my friends are say something piratey lots of nfl trending puerto rico is trending because hurricane fiona ha! that's my stepdaughter's name and uh her room looks like it's been hit by a hurricane uh smashed in to puerto rico at least uh, a good portion of it knocking out power for the entire island oh yeah taiwan is trending because uh The old president last night on 60 Minutes said, "Eh, yeah, we're totally going to defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion, which, of course, everybody's like, no. Ken Burns, he's got a new six-hour documentary series about World War II history to life uh, trending as well, plus some of the stuff he said last week about, you know, authoritarianism and the flights to Martha's Vineyard, although earlier you heard people like, this is great, fantastic, where else are you going to send us? 60 Minutes Trending. Last night, Biden sat down with Scott Pelley and said he's probably thinking about it, but maybe hasn't made a definite yes or no on running again. Woody Allen is trending because he's retired. So spend more time with his daughter wife. I don't think that's very fair, but it's right. Head over to uh, Google. Number one trending thing yesterday, Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the game. It was ugly. The battle was, uh, well, there was a battle on the field. Puerto Rico trending big time. Lots of NFL stuff. Trey Lance, you guys didn't see. He's the he's supposed to be the next coming of in the NFL, and they traded up to get him last year, 49ers, and he broke his ankle. will be out for the season. Canelo Alvarez trending. Uh, it was a good fight. He beat uh, Triple G. Kennedy uh, Golovkin in a, uh, pretty unanimously whooped up on him. The third and final fight between them. Queen Elizabeth's funeral is trending. She is, uh, if you guys know, passed away, it seems like, uh, several months ago. Today's the, finally, no, like, today's the day. Today is the day. And, and, my friends, GTA 6, Grand Theft Auto 6, Uber Hacker claims to have hacked Rockstar Games' release of Grand Theft Auto and is putting it all over the interweb so you can actually see gameplay. Which is—it's uh, not a cool thing. It's, all, it's not a cool thing. To do something like that. Just saying, it's not cool, man. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Last night uh, on the old sixty minutes, uh, Biden said, "Eh, maybe I run, maybe I don't run." He did say this though.
8: Is the pandemic over?
1: the pandemic
9: is over we still have a problem with covid we're still doing a lot of work on it uh it's but the pandemic is over
1: the pandemic is over it's been over for a while uh i think everybody realizes that it's not you know when's the last time you're like oh covid now if you get covid you're like i got to stay home from work or oh i just won't tell anybody i feel fine it's, that's 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 a lot of what you're getting you know, just,
0: oh, I am
1: OK. Oh, I'm just not going to test like you trust those tests anyways. But, yeah, I think we can all realize the pandemic's over. Most of us, we're living in a different world now. We're living in a world where we look at our, our grocery bills and say, oh, my God, these things suck. It's, ben, it's the
8: highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. 40 years. I got
9: that. But guess what we are. We're in a position where, for the last several months, it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even.
8: Is the economy going to get worse before it gets better?
9: No, I don't think so. We hope we can have, what they
8: say, a soft landing. And you would tell the American people that inflation is going to continue to decline?
9: No, I'm telling the American people that we're going to get control of inflation.
1: Well, we'll see about that. Many business leaders are saying, "Yeah, based on what we're seeing, this is going to get ugly." And remember, a soft landing is still a landing that is crashing—a plane that is crashing. It may be soft, but the plane still crashed. <laughs> so let's not forget that. I hope he's right for all of us. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, Portland. What are you guys doing? New York? What are you doing? Little crime. Straight ahead, Chad Benson show. <laughs>
10: Chad Benson show
0: Independent thoughts, independent life.
1: This is Chad Benson. What a great quote right here. You guys will like this. A fact is information minus emotion. An opinion is information plus experience. Ignorance is an opinion lacking information, and stupidity is an opinion that ignores fact. Fact is, crime is on the rise. Fact is, what the hell are we doing in some cities? Portland, I'm looking at you right now. Homelessness on the rise, crime is on the rise san francisco seattle we just point to any big city where things are going sideways and you've got woke da's that don't want to do anything and people are held well they're just held hostage to their circumstances because well they have built a business they built a life in these cities and they don't really want to leave but eh, they don't want to stay there either not with the way things are going am i right
6: kelsey smith describes a disturbing encounter finding a stranger curled up in her 10-year-old's bed Tuesday. Smith says she was on her back deck when her dogs started to go crazy. The mother tells us she ignored them for a minute because no one rang the bell, but Ring cam video shows that's because the intruder walked right in. Smith says she decided to investigate when her dogs kept barking, thinking it might have been a mouse. But when I got close enough, I realized it was a body.
1: Yeah, not a mouse, a ginormous, regular person living inside somebody's house for the moment. A homeless person, excuse me, an unhoused person. A wandering nomad. Inside your 10-year-old daughter's bed. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, uh
6: Gail? Gail? Watch as yeah. she calls his Gail? name before realizing the person in bed is not her husband, but a barefoot intruder. Smith says the woman then picked up an ottoman and chucked it at her before running away. And while she tells us the home invader was later picked up by police, she says her home was only the second of three to be hit by the suspect that day. She started by going up to my neighbor two doors down and urinating on their porch. And then she came directly over to my house, came in, crawled up into the
3: bed.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's uh, That person's just uh, misunderstood. Right. So wait, you urinated on somebody else's door. You tried to get in somebody else's and then you crime into somebody's house and there's a bed there. And she Goldilocks is it. It's a 10 year old's bed. A 10 year old.
6: Hmm. They actually found her five minutes later around the corner trying to break into somebody else's house. So, what happens the next time that she breaks into somebody's house and they have a gun? As a lifelong resident, Smith says she feels more needs to be done to help address the city's mental health and homeless crisis. Two weeks ago, the county said this about safety concerns regarding homeless camps in neighborhoods.
2: The vast majority of folks are not dangerous.
1: The vast majority is not everybody. Right? You're inviting them to stay there. It's no big deal. But yet, rampant crime break-ins all of these things go on and you're like the vast majority right that's because there's feelings right there there if 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 two or three of your neighbors on the street were criminals breaking into your house do you'd be like you know what i don't know if i really want to live here but we're fine with this this is insane
6: during that interview the county also said to fully address the homeless crisis the city will need to focus on the lack of job opportunities and affordable housing but until that happens smith says residents should rely on their neighbors first talk to your neighbors make sure you um, trade contact information and look out for each other because they're going to be your first line of defense before the police before anybody else
1: biggest bunch of crap you will hear is at the beginning of this, Uh, okay? This is the biggest bunch of crap.
6: During that interview, the county also said to fully address the homeless crisis, the city will need to focus on the lack of job opportunities and affordable housing.
1: Absolute horse crap. Absolute, couldn't get any bigger horse crap. Give them a job. See if they show up. Give them a place to stay. See if they destroy it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. See what happens. These are not people that because of medical bills and the rising cost of where they were living, because after the pandemic, they decided to triple or whatever the the you know the cost, or the person that was that owned the home decided we're gonna sell this place, and the new owner's like, this is what's going on. No, this is not that. This is not somebody who was getting by barely, and then a a situation that came and turn their lives on their head, but they're going to get back on their feet sooner rather than later, and they're not staying in a tent down the street. All I hear is how many jobs we have open, right? For every uh uh one person seeking a job, there's two jobs. So obviously that isn't it. No, it's not. If you're living down a street in a tent, and you're pissing on somebody's front lawn, it's not because lack of jobs or affordable housing. You have a drug problem or you're mentally ill. Those are your issues. Keep doing it. Turn a beautiful place like Portland into crap. New York City. Over the weekend. I don't even know how to describe this. Over the weekend, there was an issue at a McDonald's.
11: I kind of waited for them to finish doing whatever they were doing. And then I just did what I wanted to do.
7: Pulled out a hatchet to teach them a lesson in this exclusive interview, Michael Palacio tells me he has zero regrets for doing this Friday morning.
1: So, guy goes into a McDonald's, and there were issues. right? So there's issues in McDonald's. So we, just, we just heard New York, I mean, we just heard Portland, and the lack of housing and affordable housing at that and jobs causes people to do crazy things. Here's a guy... Who's upset? At McDonald's. So he pulls out a hatchet and goes to
11: town scaring people and busting up. Most important thing is don't be afraid to defend yourself.
1: Michael
7: tells me things went south at this McDonald's on Delancey Street after a security guard ignored his request to use the bathroom. He maintains words were exchanged with the customer. Then things escalated. Michael, he admits he had been drinking...
1: Uh-oh, there was alcohol involved. Are you serious? Yes, there was some alcohol involved. Alcohol involved. By the way, he he went in, there, there was a squabble. But he admits there was some drinking.
7: Through a punch, there was plenty of pushing and shoving with three men, who then turned on him. Video shows Michael on the receiving end of blows to the head.
1: Yeah, because he attacked the security guard because he wanted to get into the bathroom. And... He attacked the security guard, threw a punch and pushed him. People got involved, tried to protect the security guard and it went sideways.
7: He tells me he has been jumped before and had had enough. He calmly pulled that hatchet out and police say started menacing people, smashed a glass wall and slapped one of his attackers.
11: My intentions were not to hurt anyone. My intentions were not to put anyone in a hospital or dice anybody up. The reason why I pulled out the hatchet was because, okay, I'm going to get back at these guys, but I'm going to make sure that they don't jump me again.
1: Okay. So he's going to make sure they don't jump him again. That's his goal. Make sure you don't jump me again based on all the bad things that you've done. You came in drunk. You demanded. You pushed and punched somebody. Then when they stood up to protect themselves from your drunk ass, you decided calmly to pick up a hatchet because you're the victim here. It's not
7: clear if police are looking for the three men, but Michael tells me he's not interested in pressing charges.
1: Oh, you're not interested in pressing charges against the guys that fought back over the fact that you were throwing a fit? And then you had a hatchet. Let's not forget that. He had a hatchet. Yeah, a hatchet. And he used it. And he was walking around and we were slapping people. They were terrified he was going to hit him with the hatches.
11: You don't need to be in jail to learn a lesson. I hope that the fear they felt that night is enough to never assault someone again.
7: So why did Michael have a hatchet in his bag to begin with? He's a messenger and tells me he just feels safer carrying it.
11: I'm always out there on the road, so I'm always actually getting into it with drivers, which is what the Tomahawk is for. It's not for people. It's for trees and you know, vehicles.
7: Michael is charged with, among other things, menacing and criminal mischief.
1: How much did you uh, pay to get out of Oh, you didn't pay anything. They just let you out of jail. With all the video, this let you out of jail. Fantastic. Let it keep happening. Let your town and city go to Turdville. This is what happens. This is what happens. San Francisco. I mean, they've got a, a new poll out taking the temperature of the people that live in San Francisco and uh, the poll simply are this. It sucks. We don't want to be here anymore because it's gone to hell in a handbasket. And where will it be in five years? Either the same or worse. That's not good. Portland, I'm looking at you. What? what, what we, what's going on? New York, you're allowing this stuff to run rampant my god listen to that just oh well you know it's like i had a hatchet because uh, i was jumped before but i'm not using it on people but i'm terrifying people with it so there's that but they let me out and i don't think they need to go to jail for me being an (laughs) a-hole we have lost the plot people it's time that we start to reel in reality again It's starting to get away from us come on come on back over here 323-538-2423 Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows Your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. A little Toy Hall of Fame. We'll talk about who could be inducted in the Toy Hall of Fame. Top of that, Mark Sanchez, the king of hilarity in football. Of course, he was the uh, on the receiving end, if you will, of the butt fumble. Says something that makes everybody goes, "What?" Everybody's trying to be clever. Everybody is. Talk about that as well. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Rough Greens. Get your Rough Greens. Best thing I've ever done from a dog. Dude, started giving him Rough Greens about four years ago, and it is uh, slowed down father time coming for him. Much older than when we originally adopted him. We thought, oh, he's a few years old, uh, maybe five or six. Uh, he's got a good, you know, five, six, seven years left in him. Well, guess what? He was like nine. And we thought maybe at best with the way he was acting, we have a few years left. We started giving him rough greens four years on. He's in the best shape he's ever been in since we've had him. We've been giving it to our young dogs since uh, since we've had them, and they love it. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, Omega three six nine, all this incredible stuff right there for you to see go into your dog's food, and all you do is sprinkle on top of your dog's food, and boom, they eat it up. They love the taste, and you'll love what it does for them. It really helps them out. They're sore hips and back, and they're lethargic. Maybe they have digestion problems, allergies. You watch what happens. Get your free bag of Rough Greens right now, ruffgreens.com slash chad, roughgreens.com slash chad. They're going to send you a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show.
0: If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout.
10: I mean, Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search
2: history on his web browser. Holy smokes.
1: (laughs) Mark Sanchez of the Butt Fumble fame right there uh, talking about the center, Coleman Shelton, uh, who threw some blocks that opened up quite a running lane for Cam Akers. And he compared that to the youngsters out there who may have uh, searched up some naughty stuff. And in doing so, wanted to make sure it gets off their history browser so uh, no one could see it. Everybody's looking to be clever. Everybody is. Kids, the uh, Toy Hall of Fame has been announced. The Toy Hall of Fame. That's right. Uh, Some interesting ones in there. Some of them I already thought would have been on, which I'm surprised was not actually put up as of yet. And I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, Pound Puppies, I remember those. Briar Horses, I remember those. Masters of the Universe, okay, I thought maybe earlier. The Pinata, Phase 10, Racco, Spirograph, Top, Nerf. How is Nerf not already in there? How is Nerf not in there? And then one of the other ones is, well, kids, if you're younger than, I don't know, say 25, you're probably going, what the hell are you talking about? Light
3: bright, light bright, turn on the magic of colored lights. Light bright, light bright, make a face to glow at night. Smiling friends, shining bright.
1: This was our version of the the internet.
11: (laughs) and see
1: Boofer, Ghostbusters, Potato Head Kids, dozens of your favorite characters, or create your own light pictures. Light
11: bright, light
7: bright, turn on the magic of shining light. Light bright from Milton Bradley.
1: Yeah. So essentially what it was, for those of you who remember it, it's a box with some cutouts. So it's a white box with the cutouts and it had a Place, you could put a light bulb in it and you would turn it on and you would go into your closet or somewhere dark. And then these cutouts or whatever you want to do, you could place these little plastic colored like pegs in them and then they would glow. And in doing so, you could make all kinds of neat stuff. And that was our Internet. (laughs) That was our Internet. Whoa, it's not going to get any better than this. But it has. But it has. But it has three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, tweet at us, text to program. Love to hear from all of you. Again, find it uh, hilarious this whole immigration thing. We'll uh, talk about it in the, the next hour or so. But uh, it's it's just good to see that it's on the minds of people who don't normally have to deal with it, because well, that's a good thing. Because they've ignored it for so long. And that can't be ignored anymore. Showing up in your backyard. Uh, can't believe that's happened to us. Yes, it has. It has. What started as a stunt has become something else. And everybody's raising money off of it. The question is, how long is it going to go on for? And at this point, don't you have to continue it? I think so. Speaking of continuing, the never-ending Queen's funeral still going on and will continue.
6: I came to the Queen Mother's funeral with my own mother. And on that day, I actually vowed that I would definitely be coming for the Queen's funeral. So I brought my mum's ashes, actually, because we lost my mum as well two years ago. And she was really patriotic. Um, and, And her ashes, actually, are with my sister around her neck. So we brought her with us for the journey. Our husbands have both died,
1: and we've both got
8: their,
0: got their
1: ashes with, with them. Because yeah. yes. they love the Queen. Because they love the Queen. They do. We've got a king now, for those of you who don't know.
2: Charles, while we struggle to heat our homes, we have to pay for your parade. Thank you for coming. i have to hundred million for you. What for?
1: Oh, people are going, how much have we got to pay for your parade, Charles? Now that you're king? I didn't vote for you monty python holy grail i'm the king well i didn't vote for you yeah, that's the point it's the beauty of us we don't have a king although a lot of people are not so much kings but they definitely think they're prince and princesses and we're looking at you politicians three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show it's your twitter tweet at us text the program if you miss any of the phenomenal program how dare you but if you did You can always grab the podcast where good podcasts are available, and I hear they're all over the interwebs, and you better watch out with that search history as well. Text the program, tweet at us. This is the Chad Benson Show.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show. independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson
1: thank god those brown people are gone said the people in well martha's vineyard i don't think they said that. oh come on now settle down you know that's exactly what they said that's exactly what they said did you see some of the the way that they reacted? Do you see some of the, the, the excitement of like, we're going to help, but if there's any way you guys could go. And by the way, they're already gone. They are gone. Gone. They're in Cape Cod now. That's right. Cape Cod. Those evil Republicans will show you. And they were treated so well there. Fantastically well. Maybe they were flown to the right place. I mean, look, DeSantis said it best the other day. Hey, hey, you guys are the ones who are sanctuary. You're best suited to accept these people because you are a sanctuary city or state. You're set up for this. You're welcoming. This would not be the place for them. We are not a sanctuary state or city. Oh, how did they do there? The nearly 50 migrants from
6: Venezuela that were flown to Martha's Vineyard Wednesday night are now waking up at a military base on Cape Cod. Immigration attorneys saying the group was lied to about the trip.
3: These are human beings who were deprived of basic human rights. These wonderful people who find themselves plane wrecked on our island. I have a message for all of them. You are not alone. We have your backs.
1: Yeah. Immigration attorney, we have your backs. We have your back. Your plane wrecked on an island? Come on now. It's Martha's Vineyard. 1.4 million, 1.3 million average home, right? Gorgeous there. But they weren't set up for it. They weren't set up for it. So you know what? This is evil. This is bad. This is evil and bad. These people here are evil and bad. Ken Burns, the other day, uh, documentary filmmaker, was asked about this whole situation here because he's got a new uh series comes out if you don't know he does these very expansive documentaries are over usually several parts and this one happens to be about the fact that I'm sure once we see it that uh, America was uh, completely complicit and all about the uh, you know Holocaust just as guilty uh in the Holocaust uh as as the Germans were I'm sure that's what it will be but he was asked about this on CNN
7: this is the, uh, coming straight out of the authoritarian playbook. This is what's so
1: uh, disturbing about DeSantis is to use human beings to weaponize human beings for a political purpose. It's like when somebody disagrees with him in Florida, like the Walt Disney Company, he punishes them. Oh, is that what happens? The Walt Disney Company came out and basically said how bad they were for having their, quote unquote, don't say gay bill pass, which is none of that is true. And we've talked about that at nauseum here. This is not a sanctuary state or city. Some states have said we want to be these things because everybody wants to be something until it's time to pay the bill. I want to take everybody to dinner, but I didn't know I actually had to pay the bill. I told everybody I would, but I didn't really think it was going to happen. I want climate change to be fixed, but I don't really want to do anything on my part. I want it to be a situation where somebody else does it. I just want to see virtuous Am I virtuous? Look, call it a political stunt. Call it a political posturing. Call it whatever you want to call it. The reality is simply this. It's pissed off the Democrats, and it's brought awareness to a lot of people that, hey, you know what? This is, this is happening. And to even equate it to the Holocaust is asinine and foolish. If you think for a second that this is like the Holocaust, that they're being bust places. Well, if they if that's true, remember it's not like these people aren't being shipped places now. They are. Yeah, but 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 they did it. And so they're meanie heads. That's not an answer that anybody wants to hear. It's not. No, but they're meanie heads because of what they're doing. They're just they're just meanie heads. No, no, they're trying to be aware. They're they're trying to bring awareness to all of what's happening out there. Hey, guess what? Look at what's going on. You guys don't understand what we're going through here on the border. Yeah, but you're set up for it. We're set up for it because we had to be because nobody else would help. And guess what? We had no choice. It's equity, right? You want some equity, equality. We're all just sharing here. We're sharing. But to even say, hey, this is kind of like those authoritarian uh, history lessons you've learned about the evils of the Nazis and busing and training and shipping people. Is that what this is? Because I'm sure we can find a survivor of the Holocaust and ask him, hey, just out of curiosity, if you were younger, would you have rather been shipped to Martha's Vineyard or to Birkenau, to Auschwitz-Birkenau? Would you have rather been shipped to, to any of those? Or, or would you just say no? You know, give me Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, I'll take Martha's Vineyard. Bunch of clowns, bunch of clowns. But Desantis and everybody else is just here's a taste of what's going on here, here, right now.
11: We're not a border
6: town. We don't have an infrastructure uh, to handle uh, this this type of and a level of immigration to our city. But we will we'll create a new normal here in our infrastructure and have a, a humane welcome for people and an efficient service provision. But we we don't have the ability. We're not
1: Texas. No, no, you're not Texas. But you want Texas, New Mexico, Arizona to handle everything. You want them to. Eat up all of the resources that they have to pay for it. You want all of that stuff to fall on somebody else because that's in many ways the world that we live in now. Because people want to be virtuous. They want to seem like they're welcoming. They want to seem like they're caring. They want to seem like they're all of those things. But the reality is, is, is how does this affect me? Because I'm all of those things as long as I don't have to participate. Yes, I want the homeless to have a place to stay. Well, they're going to stay in a little place down the street from you. Uh, no, I, I mean, you know, away from me. Like, I don't want them here. Of course I want to fix climate change. Well, you you know, you're going to have to give up your cars. You're going to have to pay a little bit more for some stuff. Uh, your business is going to have to change all this. It's going to cost you more. And somebody else could do that. That's what we want. Want to bitch, whine, and moan and have somebody else do it and then feel like we participated. We'll have a lot more of this throughout the show today, as we tend to do. As we tend to do, as we talk about. I, again, you can call it what you want. And yeah, it's a political stunt, it's political posturing. The reality is it's it's gotten up under people's skins, and I think it needed to be. And that's the sad thing, that it had to come to this. But when you have two million people coming across the border, breaking records, smashing them what else can you call this but open borders i asked somebody out the other day i said what's open borders to you because if two million people coming across isn't open borders i don't know what is if people are coming here saying well of course the borders open nobody's really stopping us but they're all playing for a sign that they're not mayor doug nichols my buddy out down there in uh, yuma said like 30% of them apply for asylum. Not, not much more than that. So how are they getting across? That doesn't even count the quote-unquote gotaways. We have a problem at the border. Not going to get fixed. Not with this administration. Speaking of this administration, last night, 60 Minutes, uh, Joe Biden. Of course, she's over with the Queen today as they lay her to rest. Finally. It's been a while. Can't even remember. Was it last month she died? Chad, you're not being very nice, but uh, talked about the pandemic.
9: Is the pandemic
1: over?
9: The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, It's but the pandemic is over.
1: Yeah. Translation. Nobody's paying attention to it again. It is. Nobody. The pandemic's been over for a while. When's the last time you even thought about it? Other than, damn it, I may have COVID. Or my kid may have COVID. Probably not a lot. But then they got around to, are you running in 2024? Are you running in 2024?
8: Hmm. Are you committed to running again or are there certain conditions that have to be right?
1: Look,
9: if I were to say to you, I'm running again, all of a sudden, a whole range of things come into play. uh, Requirements I have to change and move and do. In terms of election, in terms of election laws. And it's much too early to make that kind of decision. What I'm doing is I'm doing my job. I'm going to do that job. And within the time frame that makes sense after this next election cycle here, going into next year, make a judgment on what to do.
1: Translation, if we get our ass handed to us, I'm going to turn this thing over to somebody else. (laughs) You think that's it? I, I just found it weird that he came out and said that. Sounds very cogent, by the way. Sounds very together. They must have given one of those vitamin B shots. But it is, you know, because he has said a lot of different things. You know, yes, I am totally running. I'm not going anywhere too new. Uh, not making that decision right now. That's a, that's all over the map.
8: You say that it's much too early to make that decision. I take it the decision has not been made in your own head.
9: Look, my intention, as I said, to begin with is that I would run again. But it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision that I run again? That remains to be seen. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Very, very interesting. A lot more to get to from that, including the protection of Taiwan, which he doubled down again. Uh, his. Yeah, we'll protect Taiwan. And the White House is like, you know, the press secretary and everybody in there. The administration is like, no, 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 uh, no. Nah, mm. nah, uh, what do you say that for Joe? Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Hope you had a phenomenal weekend. I did. It was nice. It was quiet. Watched a lot of uh, college football on Saturday. Did a little golfing as well. Watched a bit of the NFL yesterday. Crazy games all over the place. The Bucks, the big fight there. The comeback after comeback. Surprise after surprise. I'll give you my picks later. Definitely a disaster. Uh, you know, just in the crazy comeback by the Cardinals. And just just wackiness everywhere. That's why we love the game, kids. That's why we love the game. You know, speaking of the president, inflation is still around. And have you thought about some of the things that you can do? Investing gold and precious metals. Now's the time to talk to Lear capital. Free Kennedy silver half dollar. No purchase necessary. And they want to send you out an educational kit. Simple and easy as that. And you take a look at it. The kid's free. You get to keep the silver half dollar. They want to show you all the things that they're about. 25 years of experience, exceptional trust pilot rating. You name it, they do it. Their whole thing is they want to get you in a position to understand how they are educating you getting you an understanding of what's going on in the marketplace so you make the right decisions. Do the smart thing and chat with a Lear specialist about investing in precious metals and get your free Kennedy silver half dollar today. Visit LearChad.com. That's LearChad.com, L-E-A-R-Chad.com. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. The queen is finally resting. Talk about that. Ukraine, what's going on there? Chad Benson Show.
0: You're listening to The Chad Benson Show.
7: Gun carriage replace
1: That is uh, some of the sights and sounds, but you can't see anything, so you wouldn't even know what's going on over there. It's the uh, military guard procession. It's the Queen's funeral is, uh, you know, going on. It seems like uh, for a while. The trip down... From Scotland, of course, to her final resting place. Lots of people there, a ton of people that have uh, uh, come to London, to the UK to pay their last respects, uh, including our president.
0: President Biden and the First Lady attended the funeral service for Queen Elizabeth Monday morning at Westminster Abbey in London, joining 2,000 guests that included 70 other heads of state. On Sunday, the Bidens paid their respects to Queen Elizabeth, first visiting her body lying in state and later signing a condolence book. The president gave brief remarks. To all
9: the people of England, all the people of the United Kingdom, our hearts go out to you and uh, you were
1: fortunate to have had her for 70 years. We all yeah, 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 yeah. Seems like this thing's been going on for 70 years. Again, I still don't get it. It's it's an interesting thing that, you know, that takes place. I understand the importance to her, I mean, to their country, about her and the whole nine yards. I don't get it because we don't have a king or queen. We fought against those kind of things. But it was interesting to see who was on the guest list. So they invited every country but five. Every country but five got to come. Russia, not on the guest list. What? Yeah, not on the guest list. Russia, no. The funeral itself was quite large, as you guys can imagine. Only 2,000. I love, though, the uh, when they talk about the funeral, the size of it, and, 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 how, and, and what it was.
5: It
7: was a very, very moving service. Uh, and also very simple, or rather... In terms of how it was presented, it was a very traditional Church of England funeral.
1: Last week, though, this is very interesting because the, I don't know if it's the Q people or somebody, people believe that there's nobody in the box. She's not in the box. There's nobody in that box. I'm like, no, there's somebody in the box. It's her. No, 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 there's nobody there. No, no, "No, no, there's somebody there. They're in there. She has passed away. That is where, where else would she be? Just out of curiosity, where else could she be? Anyone? Anyone know at all? I'm just asking the question. I think it's fair. Fair to ask. If you don't think she's in there, what has she hatched that is amazing? Just asking the question. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of talk of immigration. We'll get more onto that in a little bit because it was, uh, again, it's just this weekend watching people lose their mind over immigration is spectacular watching them lose their mind over something that yuma el paso tucson mcallen you can go across the line here states like texas and yes arizona and new mexico have been going on and dealing with for years and all of a sudden when it hits you in the face and it comes to your reality well why haven't we fixed this mm, questions very real Talk more about that. Ukraine over the weekend, a uh, horrible situation as they have taken back a vast majority of land that they lost and pushed forward. They're finding crimes.
8: When you walk up into that forest, it's a sobering moment as you see long lines of wooden crosses stretching right into the distance. We found the graves of young children and we watched the forensic teams doing the toughest of jobs to exhume the bodies. Officials here are determined to investigate every death. They are adamant that Russia must be held accountable.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely 110 percent. Just a vile, disgusting situation as more and more things come to light. And the re- the realization too, by the way, that uh the pooter is losing. China told them that as so much, as did India. And India's questioned some of their things. And so why India matters is because India is keeping them propped up right now by buying oil and energy from them because they need it. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Uh God, so much stuff to give Bill Mark, great piece on uh well, you know, the world we live in now compared to back then chad benson show
10: the chad benson show
0: independent thoughts independent life This is Chad Benson.
1: Still about the economy, stupid? Don't forget about that. Biden on 60 Minutes last night uh, talking about said economy.
8: Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster?
9: Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just, uh, uh, uh,
8: just an inch hardly at all you're not arguing that 8.3 is good news
9: no i'm not saying it's good news but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before i mean it's not you i I can make it sound like all of a sudden my god it went to 8.2 percent
1: okay you're trying to explain something here this is not going well it's up year over year people are unhappy with it they're frustrated and you're like well it only went up kind of a little bit last month Well, it was supposed to go down a little bit last month you're not helping your case it's, been, it's the
8: highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years.
1: I
9: got that. But guess what we are. We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. It has just
8: barely, it's been basically even. Is the economy going to get worse before it gets better?
9: No, I don't think so. We hope we can have, what they say,
8: a soft landing. And you would tell the American people that inflation is going to continue to decline?
9: No, I'm telling the American people that we're going to get control of inflation.
1: Yeah. I don't know if people are buying that. It's the economy, stupid. One of the big things oh, that we always focus on because everybody participates in it. it. doesn't matter who you are. You all participate. Even people that are homeless participate in some way, shape, or form in the economy, whether they're asking for people who've made money to give them some money or they're they're taking some of the money that they've gotten and they're going to go purchase Everybody's participating in the economy. It doesn't matter who you are. And if you say, I'm not participating in the economy, then you must live. It doesn't matter. You're not listening to the show. You you live far away, completely off the grid, with nothing but homemade and man-made stuff. Materials that you have you've gotten and built with your own hands and crafted with your own hands.
11: Ooh. Ooh, ooh
1: yeah, maybe, maybe 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 I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting interview last night. I've touched a little bit more on that, of course, the people still freaking out. Uh, by the way, less than 24 hours, the people that landed in Martha Vineyards were gone. <laughs> they were out of here. They were gone. Out. Gone. Gone. Of course, the craziness continues. Why is that? Because, well, they're crazy. And you say crazy thing. That's what you do. Ellie Mistal talking about, well, DeSantis is guilty of something.
2: We have reports that they were lied to, tricked, that they were induced with false promises to get on planes. And if I roll down and find a bunch of teenagers and I say, look, kids, hop in my van, I'm gonna take you to Disney World, and I take them to Bush Gardens, it's old Williamsburg, that's kidnapping. I didn't take the kids where I said I was gonna take the kids, right? So I think that in yeah. this case, Ron DeSantis told these people, including children, that we take them to one place and then sent them to a different place, that is kidnapping.
1: No, it's not. And your insanity of you're taking, first of all, you roll up to where? A bunch of kids come into your house demanding you let them stay there for whatever reason. They show up at your house. Not you rolling down the street. Ron DeSantis wasn't wandering by in people in Texas and snatching people off the, the, the streets of Caracas. To to fly them somewhere, show these people. Nah, you, you that's a, that's a asinine and idiotic. What the hell are you talking about? That's perfect example of just throwing stuff out there that that you know whether it's oh it's just like the Nazi Germany. It's not. Stop using Nazis as uh, your your your. I'm gonna throw this out there uh, as your way to define something that happens on the right. Stop saying Nazis. If they're real Nazis, living Nazis, that participated in the Holocaust and the war against humanity, then you could talk about them. If not, stop it. You're going to ask yourself it's human trafficking. It's exactly what it is. It's human trafficking. Oh, whatever traffic these people. kidnapping. Human trafficking. Kevin Newsom, Screw some Newsom. What uh, Ron DeSantis is doing is a t- disgrace. It's almost monstrous, and I say that monstrous! not lightly. He's got kids. I have kids.
4: You saw those young girls with backpacks, no older than his children, my children, being used
1: as political pawns. It's disgraceful. He's a disgrace. What these governors are doing are disgraceful.
5: Disgraceful. That's disgraceful. That's
1: Absolutely. But you are doing what? The one thing I say about California is they, they've they opened their arms, and they always have. Uh, Come on over here. We'll give you everything you want. We'll give you free food. We'll give you a free housing. We'll give you a, the, everything you want. You want a license? We'll give you a license. All of that kind of stuff. They're, they're, they're passing it out. Gruesome Newsome. Some people call them. Screwsome Newsome. You're just, you're you're an idiot. You are. I'm sorry. It's uncomfortable because you're starting to face the reality that maybe, just maybe, all the things that you've promised everybody is it working. All the things that you've you've thrown out there. It, it, yeah, it's fine as long as the red states absorb it. It's fine as somebody else has to, to pay for it, has to see it, has to deal with it. The good news is everybody else thinks we're good people. And that's really what matters. And Biden, he even spoke a bit about this, which I find to be, you know, you know, I don't even know where to start with this one, but this right here shows me everything I need to know. Reminds me of that second debate when Biden promised everybody amnesty and opportunities. It's long
9: overdue for Senate Republicans to come to the table, and provide a pathway for citizens, for dreamers, those in temporary status, farm workers and essential workers. We need to modernize our laws so businesses get workers they need and families don't have to wait decades to be brought back together. It's time to get it done. That's why we have to win this off of your
1: election. Yeah. That's it. Amnesty. Opportunities. The whole nine yards. Blah, blah. By the way, he's building the wall again, according to some reports. Where is it? It's around Nantucket and it's around Martha's Vineyard and everywhere else they can they can put it. That may may upset some people. 323-538-2423 at Jed Benson Show. is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Bill Marvel the weekend. Uh, very interesting. Presentisms, he calls it. So present presentism it's presentism it's fantastic the way he presents the thing that we've always talked about you know you're judging something that happened 8 10 12 15 200 years ago and you're bringing it up to the morals that you know or the 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 wokeism that you have right now and you're saying based on those things based on today you're a bad person
10: How we teach our kids history has become a big controversy these days, with liberals accusing conservatives of wanting to whitewash the past, and sometimes that's true. But plenty of liberals also want to abuse history to control the present. And last month, a scholar named James Sweet caught hell for calling them out for doing just that. He criticized a phenomenon known as presentism which means judging everyone in the past by the standards of the present. It's the belief that people who lived 100 or 500 or 1,000 years ago really should have known better.
1: Yeah. That's sad. And that's sad because of where we live now. Because we're judging people in the present as well, based on things they did a long time ago that at the time nobody freaked out about. But we do now. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Yes. And you know that and I know that. Which is so stupid.
10: It's like getting mad at yourself for not knowing what you know now when you were 10. Who doesn't have moments from your past that make you cringe? Who hasn't said, I can't believe I said that. Can't believe I thought that. I can't believe I did that. Yes, because we hadn't then grown into the persons we would become. Did Columbus commit atrocities? Of course. But people back then were generally atrocious.
1: Yeah, they were. They were. Neil deGrasse Tyson said that what Columbus did for all the bad things that Columbus did, uh handedly the greatest achievement of mankind. What? Yeah. Yeah. And remember too, as far as like disease, oh, he brought disease, and then they brought disease back with them. They weren't quite the scientists that they are today. <laughs> let's let's remember that. And then of course it always comes back to slavery. Everybody who
10: could afford one had a slave, including people of color. The way people talk about slavery these days, you'd think it was a uniquely American thing that we invented in 1619. But slavery throughout history has been the rule, not the exception. The Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Greeks, Romans, the Arabs, British, the early Americans, all the way up through R. Kelly. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Humans are not good people. No.
1: We're a hot mess. We can. not And if you don't believe that to be true, if you don't, there's 50 million people who are slaves today, modern slavery, 50 million people. I love the fact that we, we teach stuff and I think we need to teach everything. The problem is, in today's world of teaching, it's let's teach all the bad with none of the good. Let's not talk about how far we've come. Let's just punish the past and bring it up to the present, and it will go from there. It is ridiculous. It is. And even look at today. You don't think what's going on, because as nations, as people, they're always trying to expand, right? The bad, the bigger, the bully will always try to overstep on something. Take a look at what's taking place in Ukraine. What do you think is going on? Yeah, they have a chance. They will 100 percent crush. That's their goal. The Russians.
10: But it's also true that much of history is indisputably factual because we have artifacts and birth records and archaeology and somebody in Mesopotamia kept a record of how much grain they ate. It's not all up in the air to change or delete or make up
1: based on what makes you feel better today. And that's a big thing. It's feelings. So much of this stuff is feelings, 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 feelings. If you could live your life with feelings only, oh, isn't that be great? No, it wouldn't, because life is not about feeling. Life's about facts. It's good that we all have feelings. It's good to have feelings. It's good to care for one another. But the reality is, is at the end of the day, facts are still the facts. And people don't understand that. At least the leftists. They want to live in the world of feelings. And it's just, it's, it's, no, sorry. Can't, won't. Can't do it. You can be nice, you can have empathy, you can be kind. But being stupid so you can feel better is not a good thing.
10: And the capacity for cruelty is a human thing, not a white thing. That's the truth, even though it doesn't jibe with the current narrative. But in today's world, when truth conflicts with narrative, it's the truth that has to apologize. Being woke is like a magic moral time machine where you judge everybody against what you imagine you would have done in 1066. Presentism. Yeah, this professor is right. It's just a way to congratulate yourself about being better than George Washington because you have a gay friend and he didn't.
1: Yeah. Except George Washington gave you all a lot of the freedoms that we enjoy today, because he decided, you know what? Once we win, there will be no king. There will be no king. Even though they offered him the kingship, would you like to be king? He's like, didn't we just fight to see how we get no king? No king. Presentism, ugly. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Rough Greens, ruffgreens.com slash chat. Grow to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens from Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor. 25 years he's been doing this. He's put together stuff that is amazing. But canine takes just takes it up a level. My dog Doodle's probably 15 years old, 14, 15 years old. He should not be here, but he is. And that's all because we made a small change, and that was Rough Greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega three six nine, Fantastic. Sprinkle it on top of his food. It has been great. And we started our young dogs out with it, and they're healthier and happier. And I love that. No trips to the vet anymore. Thank goodness. Try Rough Greens for yourself for free. Cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Free bag for you. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. It's the Chad Benson Show.
0: The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye.
1: My football picks sucked this week. Still have two games left to redeem myself and to get back over 500 but my goodness me, what a wild, wacky, crazy weekend of football. Starting with college football, we'll talk about that in a second. But yesterday was nuts. It was nuts. It's crazy. Crazy. Chiefs, what are you doing? You're winning. Thank goodness. Steelers, sucking. Panthers, what? Browns, huh? Jags with the win. Got that right. The Ravens game. I mean, Tua Tungavaloa. my goodness me. He looks like a like a Hall of Famer. That comeback was amazing. The Bucs game was ugly, and then it got uglier with a fight between Mike Evans and uh, Lattimore, which there's history there. And if you've not seen it, it was close to a bench-clearing brawls you're going to get in the NFL. Commanders let me down big time. I cannot believe just, uh, <sighs> I threw it at the commanders. said, you know what, they're going to win this game. Now they got to win this game. it has got to win this game. And asked, there's no way they're not going to win. I got a text from Phil, who's always next year. There shouldn't be next year. should have won the damn game. Oh, that, and just, it was, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Just ugly all weekend long. You know, Jets got to win. Never go with them. Commanders lose to the Lions. The Lions? Oh, goodness me. The Cowboys? Broncos at least got a win, but they got booed off the field. They got booed off the field.
11: Oh, you suck. You suck.
1: 49ers got a win over the Seahawks. Why was that uh, semi-significant? Well, they have Jimmy Garoppolo, right? They trade away from him. They give him all this money. He takes him to a Super Bowl. And then he takes him back last year to the NFC Championship game. But they had drafted Trey Lance. They moved up. They grabbed him. They put him in. Trey Lance, a couple starts last year, not very impressive. This year, uh, first game against Chicago, again, ugly, not very impressive. Uh, Rain was really nasty. Breaks his ankle yesterday. They still have Garoppolo. And I've been saying he was going to come in at some point because this team feels like they can go to the Super Bowl. And lo and behold, they're going to have him for the whole year again. So luckily they didn't trade him. So it was just an ugly weekend. Uh, Currently, I am 6-7, and I think. And two games tonight, I got the Bills and the Vikings. We'll see how that plays itself out. I did watch college football over the weekend. I like college football. So last week, App State, you know, Appalachian State, went to Texas uh, A&M, one of the top-ranked teams, and... First time since 2007, App State has knocked off a top-ten football team. And they did that, right? And it was like, whoa. The week before they played North Carolina, they scored 40 points in the fourth quarter to almost beat North Carolina. So, what happens over the weekend? Well, they get to host uh, the uh, game day for ESPN. Pretty exciting. So, game day comes in, and, uh, you know, Luke Combs is there, and it's all of this stuff, and it's a big party and stuff. So, what happens during the game? It's a nail biter. Troy is up, and there is no time left on the clock. Last play. Here's Bryce rolling out. Time to heat it deep. Throws it shy at a goal line, and that ball is tipped around. Caught! Wow! Oh, oh, that's a touchdown! Wow! Mountaineers win it! Wow! win it! Wow! Yep, that's right. Hail Mary, last play of the game. Uh, they win it the Boone is going crazy because that's uh, North Carolina where they're at but uh, insane indeed 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet a solid fun show as always you guys have a blessed rest of your Monday we got you off to a good start we'll keep it going tomorrow night night Jack this is the Chad Benson Show